0: Playing a great opponent here, San Diego State, um, defensively. Eighth in scoring, uh, third in total defense, seventh against the run, eleventh against the pass. Really, <clears throat> excuse me, real good statistical team, real talented. Um, on defense, you know, they still have the uh, blitzing mentality, multiple, multiple blitzes. <clears throat> Key players, Tariq Thompson. Dwayne Johnson, their Aztec, and uh, Hayden McDonald and Cameron Thomas. I mean, really good in the back end, really good in the front, really good football team. Offensively, they're scoring 30 points a game, 30.8. You know, uh, pretty balanced. I mean, 280 rushing, 147 um, passing. Tremendous back. You know, Greg Bell, Jordan Bird. Chance Bell um, really like their offensive line, talented group of guys. Um, but I mean, they've got uh, in their three wins, they've rushed for over 347 yards per game. So this is a team that's an explosive run team and super, super talented. I would say, you know, clearly one of the very, very best teams in the league. You know, we've had to go on the road. Opening day without an opening game. And we had to go on the road against Boise on a Thursday night. And we have to go on the road and play, I would say, is the top three teams of the conference. So these are tall tall, tall orders. This is a tall challenge uh, for us. And uh, they, they played really, really, really well and without without their best player uh, against the Colorado team. And uh, I thought really did an outstanding job. I think they were missing a couple of their starters, but a couple of the elite players for them. So that was a really close game. That tells you is a damn
1: good team. What's up, everyone? Hope everyone is having a good week so far. Been kind of a rough week for me. Getting over food poisoning. Never, never fun. So, uh yeah, I apologize for the chaotic recording schedule. We're going to kind of backload this week with a ton of content for you guys to kind of make up for the last couple of days. Uh, but I've, you know... Just kind of been MIA because I was uh, basically dead for about 36 to 48 hours. So brutal, 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 brutal. Uh, But I'm really looking forward to talking about this San Diego State game. That's why I kind of led in with that Adazio audio. That's actually from Monday. We have talked to him a couple of times since then. But he just kind of laid out some of the star players on that Aztecs team. I'm going to talk about them a little bit more. Talk about, you know, the guys you really need to look out for on this Aztecs roster. It's it's going to be a pretty tough draw for the Rams, especially you know if they're pretty short-handed At this point, it's kind of unclear who exactly CSU is going to be missing, but Adazio has already said that they're going to be missing multiple starters if this game happens. Still wants it to happen either way, but like I said, we'll talk about all of that on the podcast. Before we get into it, got to shout out Chevalier Mortgage, the official partner and sponsor of the DNVR Rams podcast. Mike and Virginia Chevalier are a husband and wife team with over 15 years of financial service experience. Visit them at dnvrmortgage.com. Enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice when you do. Most importantly, get set up with a free consultation to discuss all your options. That's dnvrmortgage.com. You know, you might be wondering are these rates really as good as I'm hearing? They are, I'm telling you, they're incredible you're going to want to call them. You're going to want to hit up dnvrmortgage.com and get set up with that consultation because they can save you hundreds a month, thousands of dollars in interest over the life of a loan. That's a no-brainer, y'all. That said, you know refinancing, it's not necessarily for everyone. So Mike in Virginia, they're going to do a quick analysis of your financial situations, run through everything, and they're going to get you set up with the best option for your current situation. Call Mike directly At 970 412 2472. That's 970 412 2472. Get set up with a free consultation or visit dnvrmortgage.com. Enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choosing when you do. Mike and Virginia Chevalier, the best in the business. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 1910631. Cool, cool, cool. So let's just jump right into it. If you listened to the last podcast, you know that I kind of teased that on this episode we would be going over Ajon Vivens and uh, just, you know, what makes him so inspirational. Unfortunately, you know, he, he tragically lost his mother this year. And just the way that he's persevered is, it's so admirable. I mean, I, I couldn't even imagine what he's going through. And, and some of his teammates basically said the same thing. It's, it's it's always kind of awkward in in these positions from the media's perspective because, you know, you want to highlight these these tales of triumph or, you know, kind of demonstrate that these student-athletes really are just incredible individuals. I mean, what they're able to persevere through. I mean, just everything that CSU has been through between COVID and, you know, what happened to Barry Wesley... I mean, I think I think that incident with Barry really shook the entire community, but especially the people in the locker room and, you know, Ajan has been, you know, tight with Barry for a long time. So, you know, that that impacted him. He obviously spoke when the football players marched into Old Town. He's just such a passionate, just and just a leader, you know. He's just he's a great dude and I'm I'm really, really inspired by him. And his teammates had nothing but great things to say for him. You know, they obviously really feel for him and they want to be there for him. Steve Adazio had nothing but great things to say about him. And so I'm just going to kind of play some of that audio. Like I said, it is really a fine balance. And I just want to make sure that, you know, the I am coming off with the right tone here because it is really, you know, brave and, and inspirational. And, you know, it's obviously great content to, you know, kind of talk about this kind of stuff. But I also just want to be respectful to the entire Vivens family because, you know, this is their world. This is this is what they're experiencing and what's already just a brutally difficult year for everyone. And then to lose somebody as important as, you know, your mom or your wife or, you know, your your daughter or your your cousin, you know, everybody affected, it just it just uh it breaks my heart, so. I just want to, uh, I wanted to acknowledge that and, you know, just say rest in peace to Ebony Vivens. <sighs> yeah. Ah. Getting, uh, getting a little choked up there, but, um. So, uh, yeah, I guess I'm gonna actually just play that audio now and then we'll go into the San Diego State preview, kind of flip the order that I originally intended, but, I think it makes more sense than, you know, starting solemn then transitioning to a preview and then getting solemn again. But it it was just something that I really wanted to acknowledge because I think Ajon is just a really admirable and courageous individual. And I'm really inspired by him. And I think a lot of you know, I think a lot of Ram Nation is too. And yeah, I just you know, I think it's I think it's important we acknowledge the strength of these student athletes away from the field it's obviously incredibly impressive what they're able to to accomplish from an athletic standpoint i mean ajon is one of the most athletic individuals on the entire football team but the strength and and the courage and just the maturity that he displays on a day-to-day basis that's you know even more impressive to me i just think he's a i think he's an amazing he's an amazing guy I, really i i can't even express or articulate just how impressed I am by him. So instead of me babbling on, I'm going to play that audio. Like I said, it's features a couple of different people: Barry Wesley, uh, Marcus McElroy, Roy, Steve Adazio, and Ajon himself. Just kind of talking about this entire situation. Again, I just I can't say enough how how impressed I am by these by these guys. Just as you know, individuals as the type of people that they are you know so much so much beyond the football field it's it's incredible and that's what i love about this job you know it's it sucks in this situation to see somebody struggling and i i hate it and i'm heartbroken for ajon but i'm also just so impressed by him and his teammates and everyone and and the way that they're able to just navigate such difficult experiences at at such an early point in life while also trying to balance school and the pressures of football and everything else and social media and pissed off fans and the heartbreak of not playing games and just everything, man. It's its a lot. And these guys handle it like champs. They really do. But Ajon is just, he's just an incredible young man. And it's clear with the way that everybody talks about him. So let's get into it. Hey, Barry, Justin Michael here. You know, Ajon Vivens, obviously it's it's been kind of a tough go for him with everything that happened in his personal life with the passing of his mother. We've seen him tweet about it a lot. Just, you know, as his teammate, how have you guys, you know, been there for him? Has it been inspiring to see him, you know, kind of push through this and keep going forward as he, you know, tries to deal with such a difficult time? I can not imagine what
2: Ajon is going through right now currently. Um, we were roommates, and I, you know, I try to – to be there support him any way that I could just to be an ear to listen to or, you know, just to be there, give him a hug. Um, and I think he does a great job of, you know, coming in every day and working hard. But I know, you know, losing someone like that, like your mother, like that's, that's tough. And it's really difficult to go through that and to not to wake up and not have, you know, a loved one like that not there every day. I know it's hard. So I know he's going through going through a lot. Um, and I think everyone, you know, he's tweeting about it, he's showing his emotions, and I think that's how he wants to handle it. But I just know that I, I want to be there for him as a friend, as a teammate, you know, just to be that person if he needs to talk to someone or, you know, cry with, he needs a hug, anything. You know, I love A-John. and he, He's he been through a lot, and I'm going to be there for him no matter what.
1: Hey, John, Justin Michael of DNBR here. Um, if you don't want to talk about this, just let me know. I, I've, you know, tweeted a couple of times just saying that I've, really respected how you've handled this entire process. I know it's been a tough going for you in your personal life with your mom passing. Just, you know, how has that impacted you coming into this season? Um, Well, honestly, I just feel like, you know, it's the best way that I could honor her because it's something that she would want me to do. And it's been, you know, it's been a hard transition, but being around, you know, the staff and the players is making it that much easier and having that support and I know that they have my back. And so I can go out there and have theirs. That makes sense.
0: Steve, this is Keller Lyle again from the Fort Collins, Colorado. And I wanted to ask you a little bit about just a John Vivens and kind of what he's gone through this year. I understand that you and coach Guyton went to his mom's funeral and just how has he handled everything he's gone through from your standpoint to become a significant contributor to your football team this season? He's a remarkable young guy. Uh, really, really great to be around, fun to be around. Um, and uh, he's made a position change, you know, from receiver to running back. And I tell you, I am so impressed with him every day. Um, he's a guy that brings it every day. He's got a focus. Uh, he wants to be great. Uh, he wants to be coached. Um, I love his attitude. Um, he's. I love him. He's a wonderful young guy, really. And I think he's going to be a hell of a player. I do. I think... We're just scratching at the surface right now, um, but I think he's in the right position, and I think he's really going to blossom. I really, really do like like him a lot, and he's been through a lot, you know. And um, you know, having lost a parent at a young age, uh, I know what that's all about. And uh, but he's um, he's a remarkable young guy, and uh, really, really proud to have him on our team, be around him.
1: The gyms may not be full, but there's definitely no shortage of madness this college basketball season. For us fans, the college basketball powers that be have gifted us with a top-tier matchup between two powerhouses. This weekend, Gonzaga and Baylor will be going toe-to-toe for what could be the nation's top ranking. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, they're bringing you closer to the action with these can't-miss offers. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all users that sign up now the chance to win $100 when betting on either Gonzaga or Baylor in this clash of titans. Plus, you'll get a deposit bonus of up to $1,000 when signing up when you use the promo code DNVR. DraftKings Sportsbook has endless ways for you to bet, from live betting to betting on your favorite players. They do it all. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DNVR when you sign up for your shot to turn $1 into $100 when betting on either Gonzaga or Baylor to win. That's right, bet $1. Turn that baby into $100 when using the promo code DNVR during sign-up. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus. Colorado-only deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.
0: Marcus, you and Ajahn obviously uh, went to high school together. We're separated by a year, but just uh, what does that give you guys kind of an extra bond, uh, all the Mullen guys on the team, and especially you two as the top two running backs on this team this year?
2: Um, I'll be completely honest. Um, all the Mullen guys, we kind of all have a bond, but me and Ajahn specifically, you know, um, me and him, we've been, we're brothers, so, you know, right now we're roommates and we live together and the the, thing is like me and him have always been real close. I mean, as soon as he got in my freshman year, when we were in high school. um, I messaged him, you know, I found out, you know, he was on offense knew he was a receiver. So then, you know, I kind of just took him under my wing just to try and, you know, help him out. Um, and me and him, we just, we have, a we just have this energy and, you know, we have a, a connection where, you know, sometimes we'll be sitting there having a conversation and no one else understand what we're talking about but me and him know exactly what's going on. And so, you know, me and him are, you know, we like to call ourselves, I mean, in high school, everybody called us the dread bros, but I mean, right now, we're just, we really, truly are brothers. And I mean, that, that right there is the only thing I can really say. I think the bond that me and him have is just, uh, is lifelong. So.
1: All right. Uh, we're going to transition here into starting to preview that San Diego state game going to go over that also uh, on the next podcast. But like I said, we are going to kind of start to go over that also going to have the pregame show live starting at 4 PM mountain time. You can watch that on the DNVR sports, YouTube page. You can watch it live on the DNVR Rams, Twitter. So there'll be there'll be a lot of different options. It'll be on Periscope, Facebook live, all of that fun stuff. Really, really looking forward to it. Kind of a kind of a difficult transition after that. Obviously, just being that it was kind of a somber topic, but I just think it's important to highlight, you know, these individuals and, and how courageous they are because that's really what they are. They're incredible young men and they accomplish incredible things, but they have to do it despite some tough times sometimes. And, you know, it's it's been a tough year for everyone, but it's been especially tough year for Ajan Vivens and the Vivens family. So, uh, you know, I just think Ram Nation wants it to be known that you know, we're all keeping them in our in our thoughts and prayers and you know, the, we'll be thinking of them, especially, you know, throughout this holiday season. And I also want to just thank, you know, Ajon and and Barry and Marcus for talking about such, you know, difficult topics with us because especially over Zoom, you know, I I have a relationship with a lot of these players and You know, I I would feel a lot better being able to talk about some of this stuff if I could look them in the eyes and, you know, just kind of show them, you know, I I genuinely do feel for them and I'm not just trying to, you know, play on their emotions to get some content or something like that, but I'm just, I'm constantly inspired by them and I think they're very courageous and I just wanted to put that out there I know I've said that probably 15 times on this episode already, but I just want to make it clear because that's how I feel. Starting to uh, turn our attention to this San Diego State matchup here, it's definitely a tough draw for the Rams, which Adazio made pretty clear on that opening audio. You know, he's kind of, I mean, it's natural to be frustrated about the situation. CSU lost winnable games against UNLV, New Mexico, and Air Force. I mean, I'm not sure how winnable that Air Force game was, but I think it's probably more winnable than normal circumstances, although they... uh, they ran straight through Utah State tonight. I don't know if you guys watched that; it's late Thursday night. Um, but yeah, this uh, this San Diego State game—it's it's, going to be a tough draw. A Couple of keys here that I'm going to talk about right away. We're obviously going to focus on it more in detail on the pregame show and on the Saturday morning podcast as well. But you know, San Diego State—they're they're a rushing team. It's it's what they want to do. The the defenders talked about it. And I'm going to play some of that audio on tomorrow's podcast. Uh, Quinn Brennan, the safety and defensive tackle Ellison Hubbard kind of just talking about what makes this defense tick and, you know, what they're worried about from this from San Diego State in this matchup. Everybody talked about the run, and it makes sense. I mean, they're one of the number one rushing teams in the entire country, you know, not really that far behind Air Force. One of the keys, though, is, you know, whether or not they'll have Greg Bell. He missed the Colorado game, the Nebraska transfer. He's an absolute stud. I mean, and in five games this year... He's got seven touchdowns from scrimmage. Six of them were rushing. He's averaging six yards a carry, you know, like 600 yards rushing already. Just an incredibly productive back. And the tough part is, is, I mean, even if they don't have him, they've got Chance Bell and, and another couple of really talented guys in the backfield. San Diego State, just at any given point, has, you know, three or four running backs that would probably be able to start just about anywhere in the G5. They just stockpile them. Um. I guess it's just easy to recruit to San Diego. I guess, you know, makes, makes some sense, <laughs> but you know, if the, Greg Bell, I just think is going to be such a difference maker for San Diego state. He's a physical runner, really, really powerful. I uh, love to get upfield. You know, he's not really like some of those backs in the past at San Diego state who are only speed guys. He's got that combination of, you know, athleticism and raw power, just kind of a, a tough draw, really for anyone. I mean, he's shifty, he has good vision. I just really like the way that guy runs the football. Looking at the San Diego State defense, I mean, their secondary is elite. It really, really is. Dwayne Johnson Jr. and Tariq Thompson, that's the best safety duo in the Mountain West. I mean, Tariq Thompson is as good of a safety in college football as there is right now. He's got elite ball skills. I mean, elite cornerback-like ball skills. He's an incredible tackler. He's not one of those dudes that's going to thump you. You know, he's not a KPL or a Trent Matthews in the open field, but he's a better tackler, to be honest. He's He reminds me a lot of like a Champ Bailey or, you know, Justin Simmons type. Obviously, that's really high praise. I just mean in a sense that he's really great at breaking down, you know, making sure he's square with his opponent, wrapping up and bringing you it, bringing it to the ground. You know, it's textbook. So often we see DBs just trying to pop people. And, you know, the runner ends up going for an extra couple of yards. Maybe you get him down, but they, you know, go forward. Tariq Thompson, he's bringing your ass to the ground, so you better be ready. The uh, the tough part, if you're CSU, is as elite as this secondary is, they play the run pretty well, and the the front seven, it's not really a front seven because they play a three three five, but you know, they're, they're front six or whatever. It's... It's pretty stout, You know, they, they they handle it well. CU ran the football on them pretty well. And at the end of the Nevada game, Nevada kind of started to run it on them after they wore them down a little bit. I do think one of the big keys for CSU in this game, though, is they're going to have to be able to create some explosive plays down the field. You got to be smart with it. You know, you can't you can't just throw the football up there because, like I said, Tariq Thompson, elite ball skills, and he will make you pay if you just float something up there anywhere near him. He's going to go up and get it. But you're also probably going to have to be able to stretch the field a little bit because I'm not sure if you're going to be able to consistently drive up and down the field on this team. You never know. I mean, that's what the Rams did in 2016 in what was one of the weirdest, weirdest nights of the whole Bobo era. I mean, I know San Diego State didn't have a lot to play for that night, but CSU just went in there and kicked the, you know, kicked, just stomped him, just absolutely stomped him. I'm not sure we're going to see something like that. I just think there's too much talent on this San Diego State team. I think they're probably going to be a little bit pissed off after that CU game. You know, it was winnable, but it just kind of slipped away. It's going to be interesting. You know, I think CSU is going to have to stretch the field with with their passing offense. And then obviously you got to stop the run. It San Diego State, from a passing perspective, they they don't really make me nervous, at least from what I've seen. I mean, you got to be careful because CSU's secondary has been really hit or miss so far this season, and you don't want to get caught napping or or give up some big plays down the field, it's really easy to do that against a rushing offense like San Diego State's. But, you know, having watched them against CU, having watched them against Nevada, and, and, you know, San Jose State, some of these other teams that have pretty decent defenses, the Aztecs passing offense is just really mediocre, man. They don't really, they're just not really built for it. You know, they don't have the quarterback to throw it downfield. They do have some speed at wide receivers, so you got to watch out for, you know, quick quick slants, screens, stuff like that but you're not really worried about him just like sitting in the pocket and and just picking you apart like Boise State or Nevada or San Jose State and you know really those are all the teams that have had success against San Diego State this year so i think you're going to have to be able to stop the run and i think you're going to have to be able to pass the football a little bit obviously you're going to have to run the ball as well you know you got to be balanced but i think this is a a big Patrick O'Brien game if there's ever been one you know this could be a uh, one of those one of those games that he gets remembered by If he's able to lead a shorthanded team, you know, on the road and take down San Diego State. Now, you know, one of the big keys will be which players are CSU missing, you know, how shorthanded are they? So we'll just kind of have to see in that regard. But assuming, you know, if you have your starters, if you have your your main stars, I mean, you know, Trey and Dante and some of these guys, hopefully you'll be in pretty good shape. So we'll just have to see how all this plays out. It's it's been a roller coaster (laughs) continues to be. But we'll continue to talk about this matchup as we get closer. All right, everybody, stay safe out there. Make sure that you continue to do all the right things. You know, we all want to be able to have a happy holiday season. But I just know it's a tough time for everyone. So I want you to know I'm thinking of you. We'll get through this together. All right, looking forward to more CSU coverage throughout the week. One last shout out uh, to everybody that has you know participated in interviews this week It's it's been a weird one but i always appreciate the csu athletes for giving us the time and a final shout out to csu women's basketball who upset fresno state the conference front runner tonight gonna talk about that a little bit more tomorrow as well rams might be back that's all i'm saying ryan williams seems like uh seems like we had to trust the process and it's played out all right more to come in the next couple of days peace